Hello and welcome back to the It Is Well podcast, episode five, and today's title is Boondoggle Children. Uh, we'll get to that title in a minute, and we'll get to the topic in a minute. Um, I bet some of you are quite intrigued, like what does boondoggle even mean? Um, those of you who have initiative will probably have Googled boondoggle, but never mind, it's okay. Uh, before we get on with that, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who tuned in to the live episode on um, Instagram that I did, the live stream. It was so good. Uh, I really loved just um, being asked questions and having a conversation with you. Some of you, some of you I know in person, but um, some of you are, I don't know. Some of you are from all around the world. So it was so good to um, touch base with you and uh, have that live conversation with you. I'll be doing that again at some point. So keep your eyes peeled onto the Instagram page um, and the Facebook page and look out for more. Um, so also I just want to say that I hope you're all doing well basically in this time of lockdown quarantine wherever you are in the world whatever it's called whatever state and phase that you're in during this uh, period um, just keep yourself busy keep yourself positive someone during the live asked um, how can we how can we keep positive during this time and um, one thing that I would suggest is in the morning when you get up do everything you would normally do so get up get showered get dressed brush your teeth have breakfast um, get yourself ready for the day as if you would do on a normal day um, I know it's so tempting and it would be so easy for everyone to just get up stay in their pajamas or put comfy clothes on um, and just doss about the house which um it's okay to do that on some days it's okay to have those times of self-love and um, chilling out and um, relaxing uh, but it's, it's so important that we keep busy and that we keep doing as much as we can do that we normally would do so hopefully that's a little bit of a, a tip right there to help you um, so yeah we're going to jump straight into this topic of boondoggle children and uh, basically what that is is it's another way of saying prodigal son and we're going to be looking at the story of the prodigal son today which is in uh, the book of Luke chapter 15 and I was thinking how can I phrase this differently so that it's got a, a new appeal because I think so many people they listen or they read that story of the prodigal son and they think that they've heard it all before they know it all before um, so I just wanted to change the title of it just slightly um, just to hopefully give it a new kind of oh what's this about uh, so the word boondoggle boondoggle is quite a fun word isn't it uh, so it means an unnecessary wasteful or fraudulent project and if you know the story of the prodigal son um, which I'm not going to read it out as a scripture I'm just kind of kind of going to tell it as a story for those of you who don't know it but also those of you that do know it hopefully will highlight some things that you're not um you've never seen before you've never heard before so hopefully everyone is going to learn something today and you never know I might even learn something while I go as well so boondoggle an unnecessary wasteful or fraudulent project and when you look at the story of the prodigal son what it is is there's two sons um and there's a father and one of the sons asks for the whole inheritance, his inheritance that he would have when his father dies. He asks for it all and he legs it. He does a runner basically. He takes all of the money, he takes everything and he goes and he squanders it. And this is where we look at the meaning of that word, um, wasteful or fraudulent project. And he spends that money on all the the things that you shouldn't spend money on. So he, um, lots of alcohol. If you look in today's um, today's context, it would be alcohol, parties, um, strip clubs, drugs, all the, the squandrous, all the, the bad living, all the bad lifestyle. He goes and he spends it all on that. And then he runs out. He runs out of money because um, he doesn't invest it. He just spends it. 
and um, the way that that applies to us and the way that we can look at that and hopefully no one is listening to this podcast and hopefully none of you have done that have you you where you've spent money on that kind of thing if you have then that's okay don't do it again uh, because it's not it's not conducive to your living um don't and it's, it's not the best way to to live but hopefully i'm hoping that none of us have done um however we have all um squandered in one way or another we've all gone and we've all kind of done things that we shouldn't do and uh, me for myself i spent quite a lot of time uh, after i gave my life to jesus i spent some time kind of trying to do things on my own i guess what the prodigal son did i, I went away from the father i went away from god and tried to do things on my own in the back of my head i knew that god existed i knew that he was there but i tried doing things on my own so i, I went and um i was in a band for a while toured around europe i recorded some albums um, some eps uh toured around uk a few times and played shows all over the place basically sold merch and things like that which sounds really really cool and it was really fun um but it wasn't really the best type of lifestyle that i could have had because i knew that i was made for more and i knew that i was better so um i knew that i could be better rather so i yeah i spent that time doing those kinds of things and with that came the alcohol with that came some drugs came some kind of the girls and things like that and it just wasn't that good when i look back now i, I look at it and i kind of I, I don't regret it i don't regret anything i've done in life but i could have made a better choice and i could have made a better decision and a, a better way to live my life um and one day i just felt god say to me that he created me to make him famous and not myself so i left the band and i kind of left everything and went back to god and the way that we see that in this story is that the the son he's literally living with the pigs he's living in a pig pen he's eating what the pigs eat he's sleeping where the pigs sleep um so when you think about that in a practical way he's literally he's eating the pig food so his breath ain't gonna smell nice is it and his body isn't gonna smell nice because he's sleeping where the pigs sleep and a pigsty is they, they don't have a toilet they don't have they don't have a bathroom they don't go to a, a certain area to pee and to poo they do it everywhere they do it wherever they are and then they sleep in it um which is quite disgusting when you think of it and the sun is there he's sleeping in the pig poo he's sleeping in the pig pen um he's sleeping with everything so he stinks and he smells pretty bad if i'm honest with you but then he he one day he gets up and he thinks he comes to his senses what scripture says he comes to his senses and he gets up and he runs home to his father and when he runs home he's running and he looks and he sees his father and his father is stood there looking for his son so i want you just to remember that while the son has run away the father gets up every day and he stands and he's watching for his son and that's what God does to us when we turn and we walk away from him and maybe there's people listening where you've walked away from God and you've you're currently distant from God and you're away from him I want you to know that God is looking for you he gets up every morning and he's looking for you and he's waiting for you to come to your senses so you can turn around run back and run into his loving arms so if that's you today uh, if you're listening to this right now and you have run from the father and you are far off and you are in the pig pen metaphorically I want you to know that today can be your day to come to your senses to turn around run home and go back into his loving arms and we'll talk about what happens when you do that in a minute but so the, the son he he comes to his senses and he turns and he runs he he just runs to the father and then when there's a scripture that says that when when the father saw and he saw that he was far off he too ran 
So the father then sees that his son is coming and his they're both they're running to each other. Um, and they're running so fast to each other when you think about it, that the son is running, the father's running, and they have this embrace, this wonderful embrace where the the son gets wrapped up in the father's arms and is embraced. And that is a, a pure, wonderful picture of what happens when we, as people, give our hearts to Jesus, when we give our hearts to him and we turn and we run to him and we allow him to hold us and we allow him to embrace us. And the father just holds us and loves us and hugs us and um, I'm sure there's some weeping going on. Um, all of heaven is rejoicing as they're being, as they're having this embrace. And um, we need to look at this practically. And I'm quite a practical person. I like to look at things with quite a, an, a from like quite an Im- imaginative way. So the son has come from the pig pen and he's run to his father. He doesn't go for a shower first. I know that sounds a bit random. You're probably thinking, Mark, what you're on about. What I mean by that is he is still covered in pig poo. He is still covered in the smell. He's still covered in urine. He's still covered in the food. He's covered in absolutely everything from the pig pen. He doesn't go and have a shower first. And more importantly, the father, his father, doesn't ask him to shower first. He doesn't go, well, son, before I hug you, can you just clean off a bit? He doesn't do that because he doesn't care about the mess that the son is covered in. He just wants to hug him. He just wants to love him. He just wants to embrace him. So as the son runs to the father, the father is there embracing the son, covered in all of his poo, covered in his mess. So if you're if you're that person that's listening to this right now and you've run home to the father and you've come from such a messy place and you've come you've come covered in this poo of life (laughs) this stuff that's um gone wrong in your life the stuff that you've indulged in the stuff that you've lavished um your time on you've just wasted your time you've been that boondoggle child that has wasted and has um has unnecessarily wasted your your life essentially if you are that boondoggle child i want you to know that the father right now wants to embrace you he doesn't want you to clean up first he doesn't want you to clean up your act and because that's religion religion is when we have to tick a few boxes before he loves us but the boxes have already been ticked and they were ticked on the day that jesus was uh, crucified for you the boxes have already been ticked for your salvation you don't need to do anything to earn salvation you just need to accept it so hopefully there's people listening right now and you're feeling stirred to accept the love of christ so we're looking at it and the son is being embraced by the father and then um if we look at i'm actually going to read the scripture um and then we look at it in uh, verse 21 of chapter 15 and it says his son said to him father i have sinned against both heaven and you i am no longer worthy of being called your son so the son is saying i'm not worth it anymore i'm not worth being called your son and then the father he doesn't even entertain that thought he doesn't even entertain that idea he doesn't he doesn't sit on it for long at all instead verse 22 but his father said to his servants quick bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet and kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. So we need to look at this and there's five things there. So um, there's the finest robe that is given to the son. It's the finest robe. It's not any robe. It's the finest robe. And what that symbolizes is the father's love, royalty 
and protection. And my cat has literally just come and great gate crashed this podcast. Her name is Fish, by the way. So if I start shouting Fish, I'm not crazy. My cat is called Fish. But anyway, so <laughs> the father gives the son the finest robe. It's not just any old robe. It's not just any old material that's laying around. It's the finest robe. And he puts it around him. He puts it over him. Even though he's still covered in poo, he puts it over him. And what that symbolizes is that we are covered by his righteousness, by our heavenly father's righteousness. We are covered and we are loved despite our mess, despite our muck, despite our shortcomings. We are clothed in his righteousness and his love royalty. And protection okay so another thing that he receives is a ring and on this ring it has um uh, like a sovereign it has a sovereign logo on it and that is the family logo so every family in that time and even now but it's not really as as spoken of or emphasized as much as it used to be so it has a family logo on and what that ring symbolized was that he was part of something that he was part of a family And whenever they spent anything, they would use that ring to stamp on the wax and to spend the money. And they knew by looking at the logo which bank it would come from. So what the father is saying is, take this ring. You are welcomed back into the family. I love you so much that I don't care what you've done wrong. I'm allowing you to wear the family logo once again. So he wears the family logo on the ring. And that immediately means that he has access to the money again so that's how forgiving the father is that the son took his inheritance um, and took all the money and then wasted it but the father forgives him so much that he's like nope here you go have some more money and he gives access to the whole bank of the family so the ring is such an important thing and when you look at a ring I'm actually I've got my wedding ring in my, my fingers right now and I'm looking at it and it's it's circular it's perfect and it's round and that means it's eternal that means it doesn't stop and when we're accepted into the, the father's family and we're accepted, when we've accepted him as our father, it's an eternal thing that doesn't stop. It just keeps going. And we're accepted into his eternal family and we are given the heavenly inheritance. So we inherit everything that heaven has. We inherit as soon as we accept him as our father. OK, so another thing is the sandals. And um, the th- this, this one's pure and simple, is that the, the son is saying that he's not worthy of being called the son and that he offers to go and live with the servants and he offers, he offers to be a servant. Um, but the thing is, the, servant didn't, the servants didn't wear sandals. The servants were barefoot. So what the father is saying is, take these sandals, put them on your feet because you are worthy of being my son or you're worthy of being my daughter, um, if you are a female, obviously. But in this story, we're talking about a son. So um, he's wearing these sandals and that is saying that he is he is part of the family, that he is the son. Okay, so another thing that he received uh, or that they they brought forward was a calf, the fattest calf, not just any calf. It wasn't a scrawny little thing. It was the fattest calf. And uh, back in those days that they would uh, bring sacrifices to the Lord and they would sacrifice an animal as a sign of repentance and forgiveness. And they got the fattest calf. It was the best thing that they had. The best calf that they were fattening up for a sacrifice. They were fattening it up. And they used. He, the father decided that this was an important thing to use it for. And that showed the son that the biggest, um, their, their biggest offering uh, was what was being used. So the son was worth the biggest offering. And we all know that the biggest offering that has ever been laid down as a sacrifice was jesus christ he was the biggest offering that's ever been brought forward as a sacrifice to atone for forgiveness and for repentance 
so i want you to know today that and i, I know i keep coming back to this because there's i've got i've got a real strong sense of my spirit that there's people listening to this and this is your day where you're going to come running home that Jesus died for you so that you could be forgiven and that you could repent of everything you've done, of all the times you spent in the pig pen. But today's your day to run into that, those loving arms of the Father and to receive his forgiveness. And that the, the calf um, symbolizes for us Jesus, that Jesus died on the cross for us so that we could be forgiven. So yeah, he, he brings out the fattest calf forth for the, the forgiveness and repentance and um, as a sacrifice. And finally, and later on in scripture, it talks about a big feast that they have as a big family that have a big feast. And what that means is in that, that time and in that era, they would have they would have had celebrations for the returning of the dead, um, which we see. I was reading an article about this earlier. Um, it's to celebrate the returning of the dead. For us, it's the resurrection um, at Easter time. So the way we see that is the, the resurrection is the returning of the dead. It's a, Jesus returning from the dead and being resurrected. So they would have had a massive feast and he chooses to have that feast there and then because his son who once was dead is now alive and his his son has come back from living in that um that pit and living off um away from the family he's come back so he is i guess in the way that you're looking at it from this perspective not physically dead but he's come back from spiritual death and he's been embraced and loved and welcomed back into the family so they're the five things that are given to the son um, when he returns and they are the things that we can receive so we can receive to be clothed in his righteousness we can receive the family logo on the ring we can receive the sandals to show that we are not um, we are not not children of God and the, the sacrifice that was given was Jesus Christ and the feast of the return of the dead we can celebrate every day that we have been brought from death into life and that we have been resurrected with Christ so that we can live and that is just such I'm speechless and those of you that know me I'm not speechless that often um, and I mean I guess some of you listen to this podcast you probably know that I'm not speechless that often because I can talk for England um, I can just keep on going and going and going but at this point right now it leaves me speechless to know that the, the father loves me so much and I want you to know that he loves you so much and today can be your day. So I'm going to pray right now. I've never done this on a podcast before, um, but I'm going to pray for those of you who you want today to be your day to come running home into the Father's arms. So I'm going to pray right now. And um, if that's you, if you, you are the one that wants to surrender your life to Jesus and you want to come running back, or if you've already surrendered your life to Jesus, you've just lost your way and you've got lost, then I want this to be the moment where you can come running back into his loving arms. So I'm going to pray and I want you to just echo this in your heart. And if you've prayed it, please contact me because I want to help you in your next step. I want to get you stuck into a good church where you are. Um, I want to help you with uh, growing in your faith, growing in your relationship with Jesus. So if that is you, then please just drop me a message and I would love to help you with that next step. So here we go. I'm going to pray. And just echo this in your heart. Just repeat it or repeat it out loud if you want to, however you see, see fit for your situation. Father God, I thank you that you love me so much. Father, I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross so that I don't have to. I thank you that you died, um, that your son died for my forgiveness and for all the things that I have done wrong. And Lord, I am sorry for the things that I have done wrong. I'm sorry for all the times that I mess up. 
for all the times that I fall short. Father, I'm sorry and I accept your forgiveness and I accept you into my life right now as a loving father and as one who um, loves me so much that you sent your son to die for me. Father, I accept you into my heart right now and I know that today is a new day. It's a fresh start. It's a day where I come running into your loving arms and you embrace me. Despite my mess, you embrace me and you clothe me in your righteousness and I am welcomed into your family. So Father, I thank you that you love me so much and I accept that love right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Cool. So if you prayed that prayer, then like I said, please message me, please get in touch with me and I would love to help you on your journey. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. It went on a little bit longer than I had planned, um, but I really, I get a bit carried away when I'm talking about this story. So I really hope that you've learned something from it, that you've grown. And um, like I said, I'm going to be doing another live um, on the Instagram and Facebook page soon. So make sure you tune into them. Share this, this episode with someone if you think they need it or if you feel like they would grow from it, then please share it with them. And um, until next time, have a great day. Have a great week and God bless. Bye bye.